FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. It's your throat chakra. Can you just... You know what? When we have the chakra lady on, I'm going to say, tell her about the chakras. And she's going to say, your throat chakra is blocked. And you know how she's going to say, fix it? Stick a dick in your mouth. (laughs) Really? I swear to God. Really? That's what she said. We're back to that. She said, if if your throat chakra is blocked, What if I had a dick in my mouth? What if I had a... What if I sucked a dick last night? Did you take it down your throat? I tried to. It wouldn't go. Well, that's because your throat (laughs) chakra is blocked. (laughs) He actually complained about it. I was like... Your throat chakra is blocked. Unblock your throat chakra and whoop, right down your throat, it'll go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good talk. Good talk, Sean Lee. Are we recording? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. Yep. I'm Sean Lee. I'm Monica. And we are the two wild orchids talking about how to unblock your throat <laughs> chakra today. That really wasn't without, supposed to- <laughs> Without wanting to throw up. <laughs> It's like, you know, I think about bonus packages, right? You know me and my bonus package thing, Bonus right? or boner? No, not boner. Bonus. <laughs> okay, so it's like, it's the bad shit that happened to you in childhood that you get to enjoy today. Like, for example, if you were bulimic and now you can deep throat, it's a bonus package. Oh, yeah. Okay. You see what cool. I mean? Mm-hmm. If you were, if you had really bad shit happen to you as a child, like if you really got like spanked as a kid and now today it's a sexual turn on, it's a bonus package. Hmm it kind of recalibrates shitty things that happened to you. Okay. I'm down with that. You down with that? Okay. Yeah. So back at the ranch, today's our <laughs> listener love show. <laughs> and so I want to thank all of our listeners for some listener love. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, what I was talking about, I don't remember when you hit record, but you know, on our, on our podcast group on Facebook, people have to answer questions. Mm-hmm. Right. And so somebody wrote in, Okay, I'm going to have a moment here. They they adore Goddess Life. Love you first. Because, you know, on Fet Life, my name is Goddess Life. Yep. And so she wrote that she adore me. That's so nice. Oh, my God. I found the bonics for there. She wrote that she adore me. Ray. She wrote that she adores me. It's nice to be adored. adored. I'm in. And because she adores me, I am going to approve her. <laughs> <laughs> That's really generous of you. I thought so too. (laughs) (laughs) So if anybody else writes that they adore me, I'll let you in our podcast group. (laughs) (laughs) Notes taken. Notes taken. Perfect. Okay. So today is our listener love show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this, I love this show. We did one last season, um, or I I guess you weren't with me. I was not. Yeah. We missed you. I know, right? (laughs) You know, everything happens for a reason. Yes. And so this is our listener love show. And we have a lot of love right now. I have a I have a message from somebody who um it's kind of interesting. He lives I think in India. Oh. And since I had my old show, th- he's so amazing. He sends me a motivational quote every single morning and he has for like 4 years. Oh wow. It's it's really beautiful. Like he's never asked me for anything. He doesn't want, you know, anything creepy. He just sends me this beautiful thing and he sent us a message wanting us to know that our podcast is amazing. Oh, that's so yeah, nice. That's I thought that was good. He listened nice to it. It's nice to get that validation. It is. All right. So, now, do you want to start the love? You want me to start the love? I think you should start. Okay. So, before we start with the love because I know we've got a bunch of people have sent us and thank you very much. You've sent us really really sexy stories. Oh, yes. How come I haven't heard any of these stories? That's that sheet of paper I gave you. What sheet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, okay. With the list of them. Got that's it. What okay, that wait, is. I don't have, all right. I'm you just going to. You do have it. Okay. Do you have it? Yeah, I got it. Right okay. Here. And I did get somebody who wanted us to talk about something that I know nothing about. Okay. Now, can we just have a moment of silence of the fact that I know nothing about it? What are we talking about? Sex. 
You know, no, you know nothing about sex. There's actually an element I absolutely have no experience with on any level. Which is? It is. Okay, let me read you the letter. It says, Dear Sean Lee and Monica, I have been listening to your podcasts and have enjoyed them. The subject I want to talk about is urethral play or urethral sounding. Oh boy. That's what I said. I was like, I don't know anything about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, our whole premise is there's nothing off limits. No, nothing. Right. Off so limits. even though we know nothing, mm-hmm. we, we've got to go here. All right. Okay. He wrote, this is a very frightening concept as many folks Wait, sorry, let me start again. This is a very frightening concept to many folks as the potential for pain. If done correctly and with plenty of lubricant, it's very fascinating and a magnificent form of play. Mm-hmm. This is one time that starting small and working your way up is worth the wait. Oh boy. Do you know what urethral sounding is on any level? A little. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. mean, I, I have a picture in my head, but I couldn't verbalize what it is. As it, I understand it, it is sticking a rod inside your urethra. Yes. Now he's talking about it. I've seen it on, like I've seen it in pictures with male penises where you take a rod and you stick it in your penis. I can't imagine why that would feel good. I don't either. But Kinsey thought it felt good with a goddamn toothbrush. So I don't know. Right? Yeah. The, the Kinsey, the Kinsey report. Yeah. So the less, the, the part of this that I think is really interesting. And by the way, before we, before uh, we go. I'm sorry. Uh, a toothbrush. <laughs> I just wanted to say that again. You know what? That let's just you're right. Let's pause there. Because when you think about the size of a toothbrush oh and God. the bristles. I can't. I can't. Ooh. Okay. Like, okay. And apparently urethral sounding is not just for men, although I thought it was. But okay. then there was the research that I did. Well, we do have urethras. Yeah. But I don't want like I can't there's nothing in me that makes me think I want to stick anything up in there. No. No. Okay. Nope. All right. So we're on we're in agreement on that. Yep. But but here's what he said. And this kind of when I think about it from the perspective of a man. I could actually think about doing it. Okay. All right. The rest of the sentences or this record email is, I have ED due to diabetes and for lack of better words. Um, ED, erectile, erectile dysfunction. dysfunction. Okay. Um, and for lack of a better words, stroking against a rod in my dick is about the only sex I can have on an otherwise limp penis. Really? This is a great, uh, it's, a, it's a great, there's a great subculture who enjoy this. Hmm. Um, beautiful females are now finding the eroticism of this play and I'd love to hear your input. Wow. And I thought when he when he wrote that about having the erectile dysfunction, it got me to really thinking about, yeah, if your penis doesn't work at all and that is what creates a sensation for you, like stick a rod in there, stick a toothbrush, stick yeah, a Mack no, truck in there if you I want I agree. To. Go for it. Right. So anyway, that's what I know about it. But what I thought about was that company that we work with. Hot octopus. Mm-hmm. So to me, it seems like they have a, a place here in this discussion for our listener love. Okay. You want to go there? No. No. You're looking at me like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to Hot follow Hot octopus is, is the makers of the um, the Guyberator. Oh, that you did the yeah, yeah, yeah. review on uh, YouTube. Yes, the one that, it, right. Oh, okay. I'm with you now. So what I love about that company, um, we'll post a link to the Hot Octopus website in our, in our stuff. Because mm-hmm. what I love about that company is they came up with ways for men as they age, or as they have diabetes and have some dysfunction and couples, like imagine not being able to grip your penis mm-hmm. if you had a penis. Imagine not being able to masturbate. Yeah, no, that would, that would suck. Right. That's what their toys do. Their hmm. toys are actually for people who are in wheelchairs, who have spinal cord injuries. So if I did not know that. <laughs> I watched your, your, your review, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't know that. Yeah, as I spent a little bit more time with this company, I'm, I'm astonished by their ingenuity, but the, the oscillating plate in the in the Guyberator mm-hmm. actually can take guys from flaccidity to I used to work for a pharmaceutical company and I sold 
erectile dysfunction drugs. So here we go. Ready? (laughs) Monica, this toy can take you from flaccidity to rigidity to completion. Hands free. Wow. Okay. That part was not part of the... No, right? <laughs> that was good though. Right? But yeah, they can go from, from soft to hard to, oh, wow, completely hands-free. Hmm. And so I like it for things like this. So I don't know anything else about urethral sounding other than you're supposed to gauge up. Like everything online says Well, that makes to, sense. Yeah. I mean, start small, go, go, go big. big. It's very hard for me to wrap my head around enjoying that because... Just because I'm, I'm totally, <laughs> totally with you. And but, you can, you can buy stainless steel rods and ribbed ones. And I mean, I'm assuming you, you're already aroused before, because, you know, a lot of our pain receptors are sort of go to sleep a little bit when we're aroused. Right. You know, yes. so, so is it something, you know, I just don't really know anything about it. Like, do you- I, and I don't either, but I think that it's important that people who do should write in on this because there's a ton of research out there, right? Mm-hmm. But there's no research that gives us that question. And he's saying, mm-hmm. I have erectile dysfunction, which means my penis already isn't working and isn't cooperating. So how much arousal could he feel down there? Mm. I just want to make sure that we give the listeners the love they want. If you want to write in more about the benefits of it, I mm. sure would be willing to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. We should maybe even think about having someone on that could speak to it. Okay. Right? Do you yeah. know anyone? Not except the guy who wrote the email. Hmm. All right. Well, maybe our listeners... Maybe we could find a sex expert who, who talks about it. Yeah. I'm down with if that. If you're a sex expert and you know a lot about urethral sounding, we'd love to hear from you because we'd love to have you on the show. I think it's an interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. It's not anything I've ever tried. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right, what you got over there? I'm like saving this letter that I got that's so good. Okay, so are you sure you don't want to do another one? Nope, I'm sure. It's your turn. Okay. All right. So I got What questions do you have? Okay, so here's my letter that I got or I got a an email. Um she says, "Hi guys, loving the show and the new audio is fantastic." <laughs> that's because Miss Monica made it that way. I know. Thank you for for that was all you. Like, yeah. let's be clear. Because I, think- I would love to say that it was me and I showed up here and I worked with the mixing board and <laughs> magic ensued and I stayed home and ate bonbons. It was a, And magic. I had a lot of help from another friend who has a podcast. Who, well, let's give a shout out to his podcast. The Cafe Racer podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. At the Cafe Racer podcast. Because, yeah. you know, if and what's that podcast about? It's all about motorcycles. They're one of the top rated motorcycle podcasts. They're amazing. So if you like motorcycles and you like the orchids, you will like the Cafe Racer podcast. Yeah. So he helped me so much. Steve helped me so, so much. His his name on the show is Daddy No Fun, (laughs) 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 which I love. Um, He's hilarious. The show is actually really, really funny. Daddy No Fun. Daddy No Fun came and helped me. No, Daddy, no. (laughs) That's dirty real fast. No, it's not. He's yes, my friend. Um, daddy, no, no, daddy, you're no fun. Daddy, get daddy, God. please see. I'm he's, telling you, there's gonna, too much here. <laughs> he's going to listen to this and just be like, what? Um, all right. So uh, here's my question. Lately, I've been hearing a lot about Tantra. How do you recommend that a total newbie get involved? I currently do not have a partner, but I'm curious about trying. Okay. Now you've mentioned a couple of times that you're fascinated by Tantra. Yeah. I'm very curious about it. I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, I know enough to be dangerous, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, I like, I don't. I love that about you. Oh, so far we have two things coming on the table and I know nothing about either one of them. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I know very little. I'm such little. a virgin. Oh God. <laughs> Bless America. <laughs> um, so Tantra is an ancient practice that is basically a form of erotic sexual meditation. 
And it's the letting go of fear and shame. And for women specifically, it is learning to fully feel your body and your sexual needs and desires and allowing them to become more orgasmic. So make sure I heard what you said. So you're basically saying Tantra is a way of breathing and having sex that allows your orgasms to flow more freely. Yes. And I think it's it's getting in touch with, you know, what the female body really wants and needs. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes when we're with a partner, we focus so much on our on what our partner wants, you know. So is Tantra only for women? No, it's for men as well. Um, and for men, it's more of like you slow down, you learn how to harness your sexual power and uh, ride the orgasmic wave. So it's not so much about having this explosive orgasm, but actually not orgasming. Okay. So you don't actually, after I asked that question, I thought, I know a guy. Oh, I know a sex educator who does Tantra. What? I know. Right. You just never cease to amaze me. It's my virgin self. <laughs> what? <laughs> actually, you know what? But I, I'm I'm 100% sure he'd come on the show because he he came up to me at an event recently and was talking about the show and talking about that he does Tantra. He'd be interesting to have on the show. I would love, oh my God, I want to pick his brain so badly. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll get Can it set up. Can we please set that up? I will get that set up. So I want you to know though, as you were talking, I was looking up Tantra. Okay. And I like this little analogy because it makes it easy for my brain to work. Right? Okay. Okay. So it says, if that sounds confusing and everything they've written up to this point to me sounded very confusing, think of it this way. If quickie sex is the sexual equivalent of takeout, tantric sex is a Michelin starred meal. Oh, and yeah. I, I love when somebody can relate something to something I can understand because, you know, Michelin starred meals, those are like the top of the top of the mm-hmm. top. And so it says a Michelin starred meal, slowly and lovingly prepared and all the more delicious thanks to the weight. Yeah, that sounds So it's not right. takeout. It's like really good food. Yeah. So sort of speaking to the question that this listener asked, I mean, she currently doesn't have a partner, so... I mean, there are several ways you can get involved, right? There are professionals, right? Like right? this guy you're yeah, talking sex, about. They're, who does, they're sex therapists. And they do erotic massage mm-hmm. and they do yoni massage mm-hmm. as well. Oh, it's funny. I have a yoni question too, actually, on my, on my list. There's somebody yeah. asked about yoni. And, and you know, I've never had a, a yoni massage. I've always been really interested, but... Oh, then you're going to love this question on my list <laughs> <laughs> that I'm looking at on my... Oh, boy. Okay. So, because mine is, what's a yoni massage? And that goes back to one more thing Sean Lee doesn't know about today. <laughs> but <laughs> me either. I mean, I'm limited. Limited. But Sean Lee has a friend. <laughs> of course she does. Of course she does. Uh, okay, so I don't have any interest in having a yoni massage. I want you to know that. Okay. But you do. I mean, I would say yes. I'm, I mean, yes. And I have a friend. So what I don't know I, what I'm getting myself so into. I, right you, so you see where I'm going, right? <laughs> I kind of do. And I'm like, wait, back up. Like, no, no, too late. It's already recorded. It's already recorded. Backwards. So if, if, if Sean Lee has a friend who does yoni massage and Monica wants a yoni massage, oh boy. this does not seem like a hard leap. Nope. <laughs> so it, don't, it really doesn't, does so it? Don't, nope. This is an easy leap. So don't you think we should put you two together? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say yes, because it's something I'm really curious about. Well, and she's a female. So yeah, I I think that might be easier for you. Yeah. No, I'm down. Because she has a vagina as well. Okay. And she's very pretty. So it's not even like, you know, you're going to get Bertha in here doing a yoni (laughs) massage on you. You know, (laughs) (laughs) no, that sounds uh, very Awesome and if also anyone could terrifying. See you. All right, so let me just give the visual here. She's so red right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm like and, and sweaty. There's like a little bit of, 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 of perspiration. <laughs> no, I mean, but 
you know, this year in particular, I'm trying to say yes to everything. I mean, not everything, but, you know, I mean, I don't want to go rob a bank, but I'm trying to say yes to these experiences because I just think I'm very curious about a lot of things and why be afraid? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm really just... uh, There's no benefit in the fear. Right. Right. Have you ever read The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer? No. Uh, It's a great book. Really? And the whole premise of the book is um, he used to be like an engineer and then he became like this huge yogi. He actually lives in North Florida. And The Surrender Experiment is all about I'll put a link to it in our comments if anyone wants to read it. But the point of it is, is he's just decided he was going to surrender and say yes to everything. Oh, was this the guy? I might have heard a uh, a podcast, actually. Was this the guy that he started going into? Like he would go into a public place and... Nope, I got it. I don't think, I don't think it's the same person. Anyway, he wrote The Untethered Soul. Okay. And he wrote The Surrender Experiment. Mm, I'm writing this down. Okay, well, and I'll put the links in the comments because the surrender experiment is a fascinating, it's a fascinating read. It's a quick read, but like he made this decision that he was going to say yes to everything. So when he went on a yogi retreat and came back and somebody was building a house on his property, Mm. he's like, okay, I I said I was going to say yes to everything. So he picked up a hammer and started to help. What? Yeah, it's a good book. It's How interesting. So anyway, as you say to me, you're saying yes to all experiences. That's, this is a good book for you. Yeah, I, I think so. So I will say yes to your your yoni massage will, offer. Okay, and so I know that she she would probably like to come on the show. Oh my god, I'm so nervous. So ba- so basically, <laughs> let me lay, let me lay this out how it played out here in this equation. So Sean Lee knows somebody, and she knows Monica, and she's going to put them together, and they're going to have a yoni experience, and then they're both coming on the show. Oh my god! Yay! Okay, all right. <laughs> so that happened. So that happened today. So I would say to our listener, trying to kind of come back around to her that, you know, maybe Yoni Massage, I don't know, maybe she should tune into the next episode. Right. Maybe she should tune in because here's the thing. First of all, when I Googled Tantra and Yoni and everything else, as we were talking, there's things that say you can do it yourself. The Yoni Massage? Well, the Yoni and the Tantra. Right. And so I've tried a little bit of this, and this is what I was going to say to the listener, like, and we've touched on it a little bit. I think we touched on it when we did the manifesting show. Like this was what a couple episodes ago. It was a ho- it was right around Halloween when we did the the episode about masturbation, self love, all that stuff. You know that that really runs in the same circle. You know that it's kind of the same thing. So, um, but it's going to be like better because you're going to have this yoni massage and tell us what it's like. Well, I think having someone who's a professional and you know has been doing it it's their life when they're showing you. I don't know. For me, I, you know, when I'm masturbating, I don't really know what I'm doing. Am I doing it right? I don't know. So having okay, so someone there. To be clear, isn't a yoni massage? It's a massage on your vajayjay. Well, so, okay. So I'm, but I'm I, just asking. I think it's like aming. Do you know what that is? Aming? Like, like, oh, no, like, no. No, different. Same thing. But, but no, ah? No. So the aming is like um, where your clitoris is stimulated in a way that's like micro movements. So there's not any like rubbing or. I think I had sex with somebody once who did this to me. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah. So this is like a really big thing and they teach classes on it and you take your partner and, but you can also do it to yourself. But as far as I know, a yoni massage is like, they do this sort of clitoral stimulation, but it's a lot of energy work and there's very little movement to the clit. I definitely had sex with someone who did this to right? me. Right. First one I have is. I just got seduced by a sugar mama who was a family friend. She is by far better at sex than any woman I've 
been with before and I just needed to tell someone. Oh, I love that you shared that with us. A sugar mama. That's you know what a sugar mama is? Yes. What 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 is it? A sugar mama is like a like a rich woman that takes care of her boys, right? Or girls. Or girls. Yeah, cuz I don't know if this is a man or a woman who wrote this. Oh. Cuz hmm. it came in on the these that I sent you came on the anonymous side. Hmm. Mm. Well, good for you. You. <laughs> <laughs> you. You sexy beast, right? And so um but I got seduced by sugar mama. So sugar daddies are very popular as well. Mm-hmm. Right. I have a friend who met her husband on a sugar daddy site. Really? Mm-hmm. And she lives a very nice life today. It's funny. I went on a date with a man at, not that long ago that that questioned me, like was like, are you are you looking for are a sugar? Are you a sugar baby? Yeah. And I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> Like, no, I'm not a sugar baby. What the fuck? Uh, you know, I, I'm not a sugar baby. I've never been one, but I'm not saying I wouldn't be one. Yeah, I did something like that in my 20s and I, I couldn't do it again. Well, I've never done it. So I'm, again, a virgin. I'm having a virgin day. Yeah, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. It's like it's a whole other side of you. I know, right? All right. Are we ready for All the right. next one? I'm ready for another one. Okay. The next one is... Um, I love having sex with men who are in sexless marriages, and I love giving them what their wife doesn't. Ooh. Anal, swallowing, cream pie. I just love letting them explore my body and see how hard and horny it makes them. Oh. Wow, you go. You go, mama. So sexless marriages. I have no patience for sexless marriages. None. Okay. Here's my theory on this. So oh, Sean, it's, it's my Shawneeism. Are you okay. ready? Okay. Yep. So my Shawneeism on this is if you are going to share your checking account. If you are going to share your children, if you are going to share a house, share your body. You you signed up for that. You signed up to be with that person. If you're not feeling sexy, that's between you and you. Fix it. Mm-hmm. If you don't find him attractive, that's between you and you. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm, and But the same token goes for him. You know, and I, I guess I'm just talking to the women here because sexless marriages, I feel like, are most often the women not having sex. And maybe I I'm agree wrong. with, no, I think that's true. And, and I think it's really tough. And, you know, you and I have touched on this before where, you know, when you connect with your partner in a sexual way, it is the one time or the one activity where you are both completely vulnerable and, and the rest present. and the rest of the world stops. Yeah. And it is so it's much like the gym <laughs> for me <laughs> where I have never had sex and afterwards said to myself, God, I wish I hadn't done that. Okay, I have. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my God, I had the worst sex of my life. But there's but even ha- I mean, I don't know. I Come feel on, like when you have shitty sex, you're like, I really could have done without that. Is it ever really bad? I had sex one time. How yeah. bad? Okay, but okay, one time and all the times you've had sex. I mean, my point is, let's take a general. So Slutty Sean Lee had bad sex one time. <laughs> okay, right. So my point, right. Kind of my, so you're sort of proving my point, right? It's always, it's good. 99.9% of the time, right. do it. You know, you're never going to walk away from it and be like, God damn, I thought, I just wish I hadn't done that with my partner, right? I mean, yeah, I wasn't my partner. For okay. Sure. okay. I so mean, I, clear. Can, I can think of times when, you know, I had a, my longest relationship was seven years. And in that relationship, I remember we had a standing date weekly. Sometimes it was more than twice a week, but most of the time it was once a week. And there were times when I would be like in my head, I don't want to do this. I'm like so not in the mood. Afterwards, I would always turn to him in bed and be like, we should do that more often. <laughs> every single time, every single time, because you you have that connection with your partner. So I've never had a standing date for sex. 
Mm-hmm. But I do know a couple that um, like they have a thing every third day. She needs to do something that is sexually active. Mm-hmm. But listen to my language on that. She needs to do something because she doesn't put, she doesn't give, she doesn't put out. Yeah. I This happens to a lot of women. I don't know why. Like there's that joke that men always like, you know, once they get married, like the sex stops. Mm-hmm. But, and it's definitely more on the female end of things. I wonder what it is. What yeah. is it? Our genetic, is it our DNA where we no. just, it's not the chase anymore. We don't need it. We want to nest. No. But a lot of women have babies and then they don't want to have sex anymore. I don't get it. I have a vagina and I still don't get it. Well, you have a baby too. Yeah. Well, a, yeah. He's I mean, grown up now. But yeah. yeah. I raised a child and I still don't get it. I never got it. Even when he was little, even when he was in middle school, even I like, I never got it. So what do you think those women would say if they were listening to the show right now and they were like, you don't get it, Sean Lee, because here's why. Like I, I, for me, it's, I think it's effort. On the women's part or the men's part? Because there's also a wooing. The only thing you can control is your part. Well, that is true. Right? So, yep, I so you can't blame him. You can't blame him for how you feel. And so if you don't feel, it's like when you're talking about when you had, and your ex-lover had a, had, a, had a sex date. When you were getting started, you're in your head thinking, I don't want to do this. That's a you and you problem. That so is true. You. That is true. So I, That's so very true. I don't understand women who don't put out with so what, So what would you say to women that are struggling with not being attracted to their partner or being or resentful with, you know, because, what, you know, as you're married and you go on and you've got yeah. kids, I mean, there's a lot of bullshit that happens in our lives. Yeah. You know, it's so, hard to become or make. What about what about the couples that say, I don't have time. I got two little toddlers running around the house. Then get up earlier. I'm not even kidding. Or stay up later mm. or have a quickie while they're napping. Mm-hmm. It, it, let me put it, let me put it another way. If you were dating a new guy. Yeah. All right. You got two little toddlers at home. You're dating a new guy. Would you tell your new guy you don't have time for sex? No. Then why would you tell your husband? Exactly. You'd make time. You'd make You're time. You're so right. Yeah. It's just like the gym. I watched a video the other day, actually, of this woman who's got three small children at home. It's a, it was a weight, it was a, like a, not a weight loss video, but she was basically, wor- everything she did, she worked out and she carried her kid when she did it. Like she was doing side planks. <laughs> she was doing side planks, you know, where you touch your hip and you raise up and she had a baby on her hip and she's like, boom, boom. And the, and the premise of it was, don't tell me you have children and can't work out. Oh, that's a wonderful. It I was love that. really cool. Yeah. And so while you shouldn't probably put your hot toddler on your hip as you're having sex, you certainly could be bent over the counter on your bathroom real fast. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. You know, my favorite favorite quote is excuses are the cupcakes of mediocrity. <laughs> I say that probably once ever, a week. <laughs> See, I was like, I'm like, you can have results or you, you know, every relationship takes effort. Yeah. Okay. So as, as you and I had, you know, kind of full transparency, you and I had a squirmish earlier this week. A squirmish? Yeah. That's you know, not like, a word. Why is that not a word? Squirmish. It's a, it's my word. Yep. Okay. That's that's a cross between two words. It's a squirm and a skirmish. It's a squirmish. <laughs> and that's what I have. I have squirmishes. Anyway, so we had a squirmish. And in our squirmish, we established very quickly how we handle conflict. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, option A would have been we could still be pissed off at each other and like running around like crazy people and resenting it and being stupid. Or we could say, okay, you had this feeling. I had this feeling. We're done. Wipe the board clean. Start over. Yeah. Why can't you do that with the person you said you were going to spend your life with? I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm a big fan of just have sex. I'm with you on that. Okay. The next one is I went to an amateur sex party. I never thought I'd have sex with anyone, but I ended up letting my horny side take over and I ended up being shared and sleeping with multiple men. Nice. Holy shiitake. That's nice. That's incredible. Amateur. Okay. So here's my question about this email. Like I'm totally in. Okay. Okay. 
amateur sex party as opposed to professional. <laughs> <laughs> Listener love, I love you. Amateur sex party. So it's people who really don't know how to have sex showing up. An amateur sex party. Right. So that would be like a you Wouldn't know, that be like a swinger party? I, I don't know. Because I, I, I honestly I have no idea. I don't I I don't know. But anyway, I'm really glad you got shared and I'm glad you had sex with multiple men. And it must have been exciting for you, or you probably wouldn't have sent us that. Mm-hmm. So I never had, thought I'd have sex with anyone, but I ended up letting my horny side take over. I think letting your horny side take over is pretty awesome. I think if, I think if you're at a sex party, that's the time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So when I was a swinger, we used to have what we called the sash. Oh God, was I, I'm just envisioning like a naked you as a like a beauty queen. You should because that's what the sash entailed. Did Actually, you, there was wow. never really a sash except a virtual one. Right? Who won the sash that night? In other words. I got Who you. slept with the most number of people really? in a night? Yeah. Interesting. Well, slept is the wrong word because nobody sleeps, but yeah. But remember, <laughs> I was part of a crowd. We were like the worst swingers ever. <laughs> right. We'd show up to events and no sex would happen. <laughs> so if you won the sash, it might mean just like one person. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. Okay. I'm listening. I can't believe, and by the way, this is my first time reading these. Um, I Are they good? Well, so far, they're very interesting. I thought yeah. they were interesting when I sent them to you. I can't, this is super cool that people send this stuff in. Okay. Please send more. <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling this story. I have no idea how this happened, but I ended up having sex with three guys and I let them come on my face. Nice. I never let any man do this to me. I think about this sex all the time. I can't believe I let it happen, but I'm shocked at how primal and fucking amazing it felt. <laughs> oh, nice one. Wow. Nice one, nice one. Okay, so let me ask a question. Have yeah. you ever let a guy come on your face? Nope. Me neither. Because well, I say it, it that. It seems but... so disrespectful to me or, or demeaning. Right. So say. one time on my chin. Oh, well, that's different. Like, like accident, like it's it, like, it, no, like we don't no, like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, go. like I was like, okay, I want to try this <laughs> because I wanted to try it. I, what, what happens? Like, uh -huh. she, you know, she let a guy come on her face. Okay. I want to try it. Well, what happened? And it hit my chin and I thought, nope, don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I've never, it, it's like a facial. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've never done that. I've had guys threaten with it. Right. So when we lived in Oklahoma, <laughs> um, you know, the porn star, Jesse Jane, mm -hmm. right? So she did, she was like the number one porn girl in America for a long time. And she did uh, Pirates, which was like the first big feature film on porn that came out after like, you know, Debbie Does Dallas. Remember that from yeah. like the 70s? Okay. Mm -hmm. So Pirates was this big production. Anyway, she was the star. She's a friend of mine. And I had questions. I'm like, so when this happens, like, she's like, like, she was so cool about it. She was so even keeled. She's like, you just, whatever. I was going to say, I mean, this isn't like rocket surgery, right? You just let the guy come in your face, close your eyes. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, am I being naive? I think so. Okay. Have you, because there's a, there's a, they have the AVNs for a reason. The adult video awards. Okay. Okay. So the AV, the award show is, you know, who does the best, I think, to come on your face actually has a title. I think it's like Bukaki or something. Okay. <laughs> who does the best come on face video? Really? Yeah. Who Did does the best I clearly job? don't watch enough porn. You have to, you, you know what? <laughs> Just watch the AVNs. Okay. Okay. This is Jesse Jane and the best scene for the best blow job. Okay, so what makes the best? Bukaki? Isn't yeah. that a funny word? I think that's what it's called. Okay. Bukake or Bukaki? I don't know how to say oh, it. Look it up. All right. Let's look. Hold what, on. What makes the best? Uh... So come on face is called. 
I swear to God, that's how I'm going to Google this. Ready? Here we go. Come <laughs> on. You have like the dirtiest history. In- <laughs> oh my God. It's the best. Okay. Come on face is called facial sex act. Uh, face. Ah, Bukaki. I'm not wrong. Nice. Okay. Amy Winehouse. Hold on. Okay. We're going. I don't know why Amy Winehouse's name popped up here. Okay. Here we go. Due to Amy Winehouse's excessive drug use, oh, somebody wrote something not not nice. Okay, but they don't. Okay, right, so they we're don't really t- tell you how to say it, but it's B U K A K I or B U K A K E. So I don't know if it's bukake or bukaki or how to say it, but the point of it is, it is when a guy comes on your face. Okay. Oh wait, let me tell you better. It's a no. I spoke wrong. You did. Yes. To come on your face is a facial. Okay. To have more than one guy come on your face is bukkake. Okay, there we go. So she had... <laughs> a bukkake. A triple bukkake. Yeah. That just sounds dirty. All right. I want to read my letter now. I have a, I have a great letter. Okay. Okay. All right, Get gotta, to it, girl. All right. This is good stuff. Hold on. Got to grab my glasses. All right. Here we go. I just want to point out that I'm sitting across from you right now and you're sitting on your phone and you literally just vagina dialed someone. It I wasn't a butt dial. It was a vagina <laughs> I dial. I vagina Did face- you hear that? It was <laughs> I vagina FaceTime someone. Like you had your phone in your crotch and it was illuminating your crotch. And I was like, what are you doing? And then I heard the ringing. Like your vagina just dialed. Who did your vagina dial? <laughs> One of my partners. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Like <laughs> that was One a first. One of my lovers. Usually it's a butt dial, but not in Shawnee's world. Not in Shawnee's world. world. Nope. Shawnee's world. Okay. 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 So this is a funny story. Okay. All right. So I have this letter and I really am excited about it because uh, he messaged me on Facebook. Okay. And when he messaged me on Facebook, I don't usually, as you know, we're busy. I don't usually sit in front of my Facebook messenger and chat a whole lot, but he messaged me and I just happened to have the right time. And so that's why I wanted to read this one. Okay. His name is Anthony and his wife's name is Susie. And they told me I could use those names. Okay. All right, here we go. It says, hey there, keep up the great work with your page and podcast. I think they're incredible. Help me realize a longtime fantasy. Best thing that ever happened to us. And I was like, yay, thank you so much. Like I got all excited. I asked him to write a testimonial about his experience. Mm -hmm. And he said, a long time held dream I hadn't stopped thinking about in 20 years. Been even more incredible for my wife. Not really, but she thinks so. And I'm like, ooh, what else you got? And so he said, um, which I'm called, he said, I'm happy to share in confidence, not like I can tell a friend. And by the time we were done, he did give me permission to share it with, with with the show. Of course. So here's what he said. And by the way, I want to give Anthony big shout outs. He's such a good writer. Like by the time I was done, I was so turned on. Hmm. I really was. I was literally, I was like squirming in my chair. Okay. This, okay? I can't wait to hear. All right. Happy to discuss. Um, we've been married over 20 years. My wife is beautiful. And I always found myself aroused when men flirted with her. I chatted about it during foreplay and noticed she got really aroused. So I pushed her farther. I don't mind if you have sex with other men, he said. Her body told me she was aroused by the thought, but she was reluctant to admit it. We went on a cruise last month. Didn't think much about it until a handsome black guy approached her in the casino. I could see she liked him, but was so torn as to whether or not to engage. Worried that my, that reality might not be the same as fantasy and I might not have really wanted it. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this is getting good. He left to get something and I said to her, hey, I really don't mind. He asked if he could meet her for a drink the following evening and she's nervously agreed. I watched her get ready. She stood in front of me just in suspenders and heels. I just shaved her as I always did. Do you think he'll like me? I couldn't believe there was a man in the world who wouldn't. Oh. I know. I thought, isn't that sweet? That's really nice. I kept a safe distance at the nightclub. He seemed so mesmerized by her and her by him. 
And so then I had to interject. This is so good. Like I messaged him that. And so he writes, I watched them dance. I watched him pull her, pull her closer to him, squeezing her petite ass towards him as if they couldn't wait to fuck her. They danced for ages. At one time he was holding her waist from behind and kissing her neck. Her eyes were closed. And I said to him, how was that for you? And at one point he responded back. He said, I've never been so turned on. Hmm. So he led her away, but she didn't need to be led. His hand gently pulling her. He had no resistance. And I've never been so turned on in my life. I wanted her to go back to our cabin so I would know where she was. I didn't want to worry of where she was and spoil it. I was in the bar for nearly three hours, not knowing what to do. Something told me to go and check on her. I carefully opened the door, not knowing if I would ruin it for her. But the truth was they wouldn't have known I was there if a bomb had gone off. (laughs) Only the light of the moon lit them discreetly and I couldn't breathe. I literally couldn't breathe as I watched them. It was like poetry in motion. She never really liked to give oral and rarely if ever did it, although she always wanted it. But 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 here she was on her knees, sucking him and caressing him. She sensed my presence and was shocked and tried to distance herself from his cock. Don't stop now, I said. (laughs) That was all the persuasion she needed. He picked her up and she put her legs around his hips. He threw her on the bed and she seemed to bounce a little. As he positioned himself between her legs, my only thought was she's never going to take all that. But she did. She took it all. I never heard her cry out like that before. I suppose I should have felt jealous, but I didn't. I've always loved her more than life itself. They must have had sex for four hours and we almost all the time only ever do it for about an hour. Hmm. The next night they met again. I stayed in the casino, but I couldn't focus. Tried to conceal my shaking, even though it wasn't visible to the naked eye. On the last night, as much as she was overwhelmed by him, she never made me feel in the way, knowing it may be the last time she ever see him, she ever saw him. And I asked him to expand on that because I really didn't understand that statement, right? Mm-hmm. He said the last time she'd see him, I wasn't sure if my presence would rob her of the attention of the intimacy that they shared. Hold on, because it's two pages, so I want to make sure. Um, and so he said she wanted to be shared. It was obvious. She didn't let him monopolize her. So I guess they, they actually played a, as a threesome at some point because he said she'd pull my hand in between her mm. legs and get us to enjoy her together. I even held her legs open so she could be fucked. Watching her eyes roll back as she took him was incredible, but her eyes rolled as she took my hand and smiled at me. Mm. Um, she said after he turned her over and took her from behind and then I took her while she took him in her mouth again. It finished with her on her knees with him coming in her mouth and on her breasts as she did offering them up to him. She's had three dates with three different men since then. Oh my gosh. By well, the time I read that, has, I was like, that's fucking hot. Yeah, and he, he certainly has a second career as a an erotic, an erotic writer. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's very descriptive. The moonlight, my goodness. <laughs> the I was, moonlight. I like a whole visual picture of what was going on. Yeah, and the moonlight and the way that she bounced when he tossed her on the bed. And I was like, I mean, I was in that moment with him when he was texting it to mm-hmm. me. I literally, when I got done, I was like, like, I want to have sex right fucking now. <laughs> Maybe some of our listeners do too. Right? <laughs> that was so hot. Hmm. So I, I got to thinking about that because in, because he has messaged me again since then. And he's asked me, do you want me to keep sending you stories? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he does have a future as neurotic writer. Mm-hmm. So Anthony, good job, Susie. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nicely played. But when I think about what he said was that it, it has really sparked and revved up their sex life. Mm-hmm. So you remember that show we did uh, a week ago or so where we talked about ways to add to our sex life. Yeah. And I said, get another partner. Yep. Right. That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like there's something so sexy about seeing your lover through someone else's eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what he's having. He's getting to experience. But I did ask him um, offline. I said, Hey, does, does she want you to play? And she doesn't or he doesn't. I forget how he languaged it. But one of them is not okay with him playing. And Hmm. it could be him. I don't know. But it sounds like he's getting enjoyment from 
you know, watching her play and, yes. and then they're playing together. So that's kind of nice. And that's what, whenever you go and when you and I finally make it to the swing club, you're going to find that with the couples. They're all going to tell you that, mm-hmm. that watching their lover with someone else is the hottest thing they've ever seen. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, for me, you know, when I've been in a really solid relationship with somebody that I trust and I, I have a lot of loyalty with, one of my favorite things to do is go out and then he goes his way and I go my way. I love watching my partner flirt and get attention. Mm-hmm. And and you do. And there's this secret little sort of, you know, knowledge that I'm going to get to take you home and I'm going to get to enjoy you. So I can somewhat kind of relate to what you're saying. Now, I don't know how to you know, I don't know if I could make that leap into actually sharing my partner, but I do understand the, you know, the erotic nature of seeing your partner through a stranger's eyes. Yes, I think. And, you know, when we think about how to add, you know, a minute ago, we were talking about have sex with your partner. That's a really good way to kind of initiate that again is go out and, and separate as as you get to the bar. One of you sit on one side, one of you sit on the other Mm -hmm. and, and let yourself flirt with each other across the bar because mm-hmm. distance adds passion, mm-hmm. right? All right. So that's all the listener love I have today. That was a <laughs> lot of love. That was a lot of love. Yeah. That was a lot of love. And so I encourage our listeners to keep sending us love because I, like when I get letters like that, I I really like that. Yeah, this was my first one and I really enjoyed that. I did too. That was fun. So yeah, so we've had people who, who have had sex parties and people who've gotten seduced by sugar mamas and... Yeah, there's a lot happening for people. Yeah. And so a lot of people are telling us that they're listening to our show and that's really increasing their own comfort in their own sexuality. So I'm excited about that. You know, it is really refreshing to hear. I think it it is really interesting to hear what's going on in other people's lives and that they are saying yes to their sexuality. And, you know, these women who are empowered by, you know, letting their inner slut out. I mean, I think that's really amazing. Give her a name and let her out. Exactly. I'm a big fan of naming your inner, your inner people, man. Yeah. Like name your inner slut. What's her name? Lana. <laughs> good good to know. <laughs> All right. So Monica, do you have anything you want to add? No. You're gonna, oh, you're going to have a yoni massage. I I will. I will. Uh, I don't Somebody's know what to say about gonna that. Love Monica's vajayjay. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, but I will. Be great. Uh, I'm sure it'll be it'll it'll be an awesome experience. No matter what. No matter what. No matter so, what. Yeah. And then we're going to I'm going to talk to uh I'm going to talk to my guy friend about coming on and doing some discussion on Tantra. Let's do that. I'm in. I'm in. I'll schedule him. Okay, cool. I'll schedule him. And then if there's anyone that you want us to talk to, if there's anybody that you're wishing that we would, please don't hesitate to let Monica and I know that you want us to talk to this person because you want to hear something. Oh, because, I love that. Yeah, because we want to we talk about what you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. All right. And as we get out of here today, Monica. Yes. You are up to your close. What are you going to say? My uh, This is we're signing off. And I'm gonna, oh my God. This is it. We're signing off. You know what? I am officially just saying, I don't want to have a sign off. How's that? Fine. I don't Today, like the Today, tomorrow, and every single day, you know <laughs> that I still love you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you have to love you first. That's always, always, always an inside job. And Miss Monica just says, bye. I say stay sexy. <laughs>